The equities fell back down now below the level they dropped to right after the Fed's announcement of the 75 basis point hike. Let's talk about the action so far here today with Dan Deming. We've got 17 minutes left. He's managing director at KKM Financial. Good to have you here, Dan. What do you make of the trading so far as we're back down at the lows? Yeah, you know, Oliver, I guess, uh, yeah, volatility, to say the least, is in the in the name of the game today. Uh, yeah, the fact that we're taking out these lows as we move towards the close is a little disheartening, I think, to, you know, market participants who felt that the last couple of days, this low, like, uh, what do we got, 38.25 level in the S&P was going to be something of a short-term bottom. And here we are now trading below that as we move towards the close. So from a short-term perspective, you know, the end result here is, uh, I think, going to be somewhat to, to majorly disappointing uh, in the price action for the equity markets uh, as we finish the day out. Okay. Uh, so, Dan, uh, thinking about the trading today compared to kind of what we had on other major Fed days, what do you uh, think this means going forward? Because some of these decisions, even though in retrospect they ended up applying pressure to the market, of course, some of these decisions um, were met with a pretty big rally. You know, March, um, uh, June, the days of. I mean, if they last, that's a different conversation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were, you know, and, and we did see quite a reaction in, you know, certainly in the Treasury markets, a uh, significant reaction there. And we're seeing those yields actually coming back down now on the back end of the curve, particularly. And um, so, yeah, the market's adjusting. The one thing that is uh, probably the most pronounced thing, Oliver, that's probably going to be, again, has been a headwind, will continue to be a headwind. Uh, was featured, I think, and highlighted by many market observers here after the Fed announcement is the U.S. dollar. And, you know, we saw that go to 20 plus year highs uh, off the intraday highs, but still holding uh, just below 111. And, you know, if that continues to be the theme, even with rates kind of moderating here as we move towards the close, you know, that's a headwind for the markets and it's a headwind on earnings. And I think that's why you continue to see the market struggle. Okay. So uh, it doesn't seem like there's anything here to you that would change the recent regime. Uh, even as we've got bonds rallying, that too is starting to fade here a little bit. It is. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, it did see a reaction in the metals. So when you look at the commodity space, we did see gold come off of basically the two and a half year lows here and trade a little higher once again today. Silver responding uh, positively as well. But, uh, you know, it's fading a little bit, but we are still seeing some upside there. Uh, you know, and the, and the commodity markets are basically uh, slightly lower across the board. But, again, you know, coming off the lows that we did see in July, but still, uh, you know, pretty range bound here for the last month and a half. So really the big volatility today is the equity markets, the Treasury markets and the currency markets. Gold's hanging in there. Uh, it, it does is. it have a chance? I don't know. Now, you know, I guess it has a chance. Certainly has a chance, Oliver. But I guess it's a, it will have a, a better chance of finding upside, I think, once the Fed kind of calls off the dogs to some degree. Hmm. Uh, so, you know, I think right now is the uncertainty surrounding interest rates. And when you see a projection go from 3.4% in June to 4.4% now for the end of the year, uh, you know, price levels for the Fed funds, you know, that's an environment I think that gold's going to struggle in. Um, and so uh, it, it, unless, you know, we see the dollar come unglued, then gold certainly would benefit from that. But uh, with the dollar moving higher, yields moving higher, it's a, t it's a struggle for uh, gold right now. But we got to say, 
especially with the dollar back up to the highs of the day. I mean, the gold fade might be the trade of the afternoon, uh, you know, but uh, everyone makes their own choices, not a recommendation. Right, right. Just uh, that correlation is pretty out of whack right now, uh, especially if bonds keep fading. Uh, Dan, I want to ask you an economic question, a trader question, too, as we're trying to assess how serious the Fed is really about letting unemployment go up, letting recession risk come back into this market. What do you look for to know if uh, this starts trading like a recession market as opposed to just, you know, popping a bubble a little bit. So far, it seems right. like that's the best way to describe it. Fed's just kind of popping the stock market bubble because the employment data looks pretty good so far. Still does, yeah. And you look at the job openings and, you know, he highlighted that in his uh, observations, a two to one uh you know, job openings type of structure in the in the markets for the the uh, you know the workforce, and and that's the one caveat that allows the Fed to continue to maintain this aggressive uh, stance. And you know, what do I look for? I guess certainly a shift in that environment. Uh, but we are coming through what was you know can be only classified as a very destabilizing uh, event. Uh, so that could still take another couple of years for it to work its way through the. The system. So even if the job market maintains a relatively decent, what is viewed as a decent uh, unemployment level, you know, I, there's still high high probability in my book that you know we're going to slip into a recessionary environment if we're not already there. Uh, in the sense that uh, just because of the pressures that uh, this shift is uh, is applying to, say, corporate earnings, say, you know, exports uh, for uh, uh, the U.S. and say. You know the some of the various other factors of that are taking place because of like some of the dynamics from a global perspective, Oliver, like onshoring of production. You know, I mean, mm -hmm. all of a sudden we, we start seeing that shift, and then we can't export. We you know, then all of a sudden you know, be a, wouldn't that be quite a flip if the U.S. became an exporting company? Uh, but you know, those are headwinds, uh, and those are uh, shifts that we're some trends we're seeing that I think are gonna potentially lead to, as you and I have discussed over the past six months, you know, uh, certainly, and now with the Fed being aggressive, a higher probability of a recession. And the bond market is certainly pricing that high probability in as well. All right, uh, yield curve uh, not widening in a hurry today, to say the least, uh, for sure, uh, as we flatten back down from that early uh, move a bit higher. Uh, Dan, thanks a lot for the thoughts. Some good stuff uh, here for us to keep track of big picture economically as we assess uh, the Fed's aggression. Mr. Timmy joins us from KKM Financial. Let's